Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Did Mark Wahlberg accidentally admit he's in the DCEU? Those fun Zack Snyder Justice League cut rumors continue to float. And how did Adam Gertler do on the next Food Network star right now? Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest Three. heroes. Three. Created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Yes, that is right. We are here. It is July 5th. We are all hungover from 4th of July. We hope you all had an amazing holiday if you live in the country. And if not, we hope you partied anyway. This is the DC Movie News Show right here on the Popcorn Talk Network. We're at DC Movies SK on Twitter, Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. I'm Johnny LaQuasto at JQuasto on all social medias. That gentleman right there, he is the host of FX Movie Download on FX. You also have been seeing him every single week on the Food Network's next Food Network star, which is going to be our top story. Follow him everywhere, at Adam Gertler. He had amazing meat yesterday at his party. He's Adam Gertler. Greetings. What a Greetings. party. What a party we had. It was fun. Yes, we did. Thanks for coming by. I was it honored. Was a good time. Honored to be there. I came back from Dallas and started smoking meat. I was inspired by being in Texas. Mm-hmm. And decided to throw down Tex-Mex style for 4th of July because I figured it was a great shout-out to the American art form of barbecue and our neighbors to the south, Mexico. That's right. Because you can't have Tex-Mex without the Mex. No. So, happy Independence Day and... uh, not a big week for us as far as news, but we'll, no. we'll find some stuff and to chat about. What I was reminded of going to your party is that uh, it's it's impossible to look cool carrying bags of ice. It's just a very clunky thing to try to do. <laughs> it's very easy to drop the bags, and it's just I'm not good at carrying bags uh, of ice. Over the shoulder. wouldn't you always look cool carrying bags of ice? I mean, I mean the over-the-shoulder carry is the way to go. But yep. I got what she's saying, too. <laughs> She's got it. Temperature wise here. Oh, wordplay already. This is <laughs> oh, wow. Keeping us on our toes. Uh, she actually just got back from Las Vegas Comic Con this past week, hosting a whole bunch of panels. She's going to be super busy in uh, San Diego Comic Con in just a couple of weeks. Follow her everywhere at Elena Jordan. She's Elena hey, Jordan. Hey, that's me. I'm Elena Jordan. Yeah, it was a lot of fun in Vegas. It made me very, very excited for Hawaii, too. So if you oh, guys yeah. are going to be in Hawaii in August, Jesus. last weekend in August, the amazing Comic-Con Aloha. I'll be there, so when is that? see me and hang out with me. Um, August 24th or okay. I'll have to look up the day. It's the, the like last week. It's a whole week. Yeah, it's a weekend, yeah. Okay. But that Man. one's always really, really fun because they have really great parties. So you can go to Amazing Comic Con and you can get your tickets and everything. And it's in for Hawaii, it. for God's sake. It's in Hawaii. It's Do you cool. need an assistant? I, man, I would love that. I this guy is always angling. That's right. <laughs> always angling. Come on now. So, top story Adam Gertler, this past week. Next Food Network star. So you won Comeback Kitchen, Did which got you on the kitchen. show. Yes. Got onto Food Network star again for the first time in 10 years, mm-hmm. made my return, wanted to show that I was a better cook. 
that I've uh, been working as a host for 10 years, which, you know, you can Google. It's true. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and uh, my competition ended this past Sunday as oh. I was uh, let go. But, you know, I got to say, the, uh, the, the Twitterverse, the internet has been so kind to me. It's almost like I feel like I went down like a martyr. Mm-hmm. I made a, a Jedi reference that I was like Obi-Wan going down, and now like the young Jedis have to come up and, and, and make good. Um, and also in that, I will return more powerful than they will ever know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so watch out, Food Network. I'm a coming. Uh, but no, it was great. And uh, honestly, like... Uh, yeah, I, you know, it happened a while ago, so I've had a lot of time to deal with it. Sure. Uh, at, at my party yesterday was my buddy Harrison, who got eliminated the same day. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, just in case of point, like, he's got the same birthday as me, and we're good friends now. Mm-hmm. And we met on the show. So, sometimes you make good friends from these shows. Yeah. Uh, and it's also been really good. I'm really busy. i got a couple more projects uh, that I'm shooting now and continue to be working on. So if, if I had nothing going on, then I would have more time to stew in the misery of my failure. Mm. Uh, but, you know, the best thing you can do is keep working and stay busy. And, it would be uh, a delicious stew, I bet. Yeah. Oh, my God, it would be. It would be a <laughs> smoky, delicious stew. far from a failure. You got you won Comeback Kitchen. You got far on the show. And good things are going to come out of it. Yeah, you didn't win, but you're going to get something oh, from it. Oh, rub it in, Johnny. I already said I didn't win. But it's not a failure, though. Uh, it's no, a it's victory. Because good I things are coming from it. a lot of people, too, have been saying, you know, it would be really cool is to see Adam host a show for Food Network, a brand new show. So that idea's been thrown around out there. It's out if there. anybody wants to continue a Twitter campaign for well, that. Well, it's out there. Plan. Listen, um, I'm just glad, you know, and I will say one of the coolest things, and I mentioned it before, we had a podcast challenge on the show, and it was just so funny because I've been doing this podcast not related to food or anything else for almost four years now. Right. And... I mean, it was just so funny. Like, how could they know? Like, oh, podcast challenge? It was like, sometimes you get things like that. There was a Jewish deli challenge. Like, there were some things where you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then, like, there was one like, okay, take your tostada, and now it has to be Moroccan. And I'm like, I, uh, I don't oh, boy. know. But... Googling Moroccan cuisine. <laughs> no, but they don't let you have no Google ability. I it was so rockin', even if it wasn't full Moroccan. It was Moroccan than it could have possibly have been. I think my favorite quote here in chat roll from... R-Y-I-I-N. Ryan, I'm just going to read it in a British accent. He says, chin up, old boy. (laughs) That's fantastic. Should we get into the few stories we actually have this week? Yes. It's a holiday week, and Comic-Con is coming in a couple of weeks, so expect not a lot of news. But at the end, we should also talk about Batman 50. Mm. Yes. I don't know. I just read it before it came yes. over here. And, oh, also the fact, why don't we just say it now, um, as of next week, we're officially switching days. So as of July 13th, we're going to be recording on Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time because for the longest time, we were trying to figure out what day of the week is best for all of us. As you know, Mikey can't make it a lot of times. Roxy's busy. Adam's busy. I'm busy. We decided Fridays uh, 1 p.m. Are, is the best option for all of us to make it consistently. And then, obviously, uh, you are going to make your schedule available, hopefully, as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's the plan. Friday is <laughs> 1 p.m. Pacific, and uh, there we go. That's the announcement. Should we get into Wahlberg? Sounds good. Yeah. Actually, well, yeah, because uh, J.R. Hill is chiming in. He wants to talk about Wahlberg. Yeah. About how this photo might have missed the Marky Mark. Oh, keep it coming. Uh... Keep it coming. 
we don't have a lot of news that there's going to be a lot of puns. You're welcome. You're already at number five. I'm counting. First of all, who's the guy in the <laughs> foreground? I don't know. It's very I funny. I don't know. I, yeah, I wanted some explanation for that. Like, I was like, everyone's talking about all the photos in the background. Who is that guy? And he's sitting in a very odd position. It's like he's stretching his hammies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't He's understand. Just like Mark's so doing this again. So, guys, why is this a story? Uh, we've all seen Marky Mark shirtless before. We've been seeing it for twenty something years. We haven't seen him in front of a wall for, full of photos yeah. of actors labeled with their characters from the DCEU, which makes it seem like he's in an office and somewhat related to the DCEU. Yeah. And because everyone's a super fan, they've even gone in depth and saying, "Look at his hair, though." It's been shorter lately. This is an old photo. Right. He's been with the DCEU for a while. We can tell, but we can't tell who that man is. And apparently. in the words of Marky no Mark one... himself, Adam, come on, come on, feel it, feel it. So, yeah. so is this confirmation <laughs> that Marky Mark has held Jordan? I, I don't know. I don't think it's confirmation of anything. I think it was just an accident. I don't think this was a DCEU release. Everybody's like, oh, is this their subtle way of, of announcing this? Because of LeBron? Is this their version of the LeBron announcement? And I'm well, like, no, I think this was a mistake. He posted this shortly after LeBron <laughs> signed mistake? with the Lakers. Yeah, I don't think that he meant to... You think it, maybe it has nothing to do with any of that? He's just so happy about LeBron that he's yeah. posting like a heroic, here's my shirt off picture and all this. That's why I don't understand what this has to do with LeBron. Well, and, and admittedly, this came from, I believe, BatmanNews.com, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the reason that he put it up, he even said, uh, it was like, today's July 4th, so there's not going to be a lot of news. So let's just speculate about this. That being said, uh, I kind of agree with Sky Patterson. It would be very weird to see Mark Wahlberg in that role. I'm of the opinion, like, Mark Wahlberg is a classic movie star type in that some movies, for me, I can't stand them in. And then there are other movies where he's great in, like, um, what was the last one, the Scorsese film? Uh, uh the, not the, oh, the, oh, the town? The Departed. Oh, The Departed. The Departed. Like, yeah. he's awesome in that movie. Like, amazing awesome. Obviously, Boogie Nights, amazing, yep. spectacularly awesome. Yep. Um, other times, like the M. Night Shyamalan film, but, you know, you could say that he's not to blame for that. Uh, the Ted movie, he's good in. Like, he's not this, uh, he's not a Daniel Day Lewis type. He's not a you know he's not a character actor. He does a certain he's thing. Very well. versatile. Uh, but who would you see him as in the DC? As long as we're talking, it would have to be well, could be guy. If he was going to be, oh, he could we're going, be guy Gardner. If we're going Green Lantern. Lantern. If we're you know, I'm I'm definitely keen on this idea that it's going to be a, a Green Lantern in his forties. Um, you know, with the John Stewart, a younger John Stewart. I like that that spin. Um, some people are also saying, oh, he's the next Batman. That would be weird because... I think it's that definitely would be Green Lantern Corps. <laughs> if anything. Yeah, if that... anything. Uh, and then who is this guy in the visor in the foreground? I, that's what I don't understand how nobody is talking about. Okay, well, we looked at every single photo in the background. Can we have any explanation? I, I have no idea. That's true. No, There's also Blackhawk happening, the Steven Spielberg project. That's true. And this guy could definitely do a war-type film. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's something to talk about on a slow week. Is that The picture's interesting. The, the headshots in the back. I mean, who knows what office they're in. It's, just, it's yeah. very strange, to say the least. Um, but, yeah, that's... Uh, that's what we're going with uh, so far. Uh, also, Daniel RPK is this Twitter account that apparently is, you know, really in the know, and a lot of things he says um, have credibility attached to him. He's saying now that DC is going to be focusing uh, on mainly standalone films in the future, and you know, Elena, this it kind of makes sense because you know we have Aquaman coming out, then we have Shazam, Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah, I mean, there you go. 
It does. I feel like this isn't, I don't understand how this is really news. It seems like that would just make sense. But I mean, at the same time, it's like you can't discount Suicide Squad 2. Like, that's definitely mm-hmm. happening. There's also, you know, there's a multitude of non standalone that are also included. I feel like this isn't really. I feel like this is well, him saying. I but mean, su- but Suicide Squad, I wouldn't consider not a standalone. Everyone in the Suicide Squad is in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, true. I think that's a team film with no crossovers. Basically, yeah. It's- it, I, I take this. You know, if this is true, I wonder how does that affect everybody's very been you know keen on the rumor that Cavill is going to be in Shazam. So if that's the case, it would be weird to put Superman in Shazam. I don't think it's weird. I still don't think it's weird. And I think it's definitely going to happen because I think it's going to be a small cameo only for this reason. For the logistical going, not from a fan point of view, but from a purely executive money, monetary point of view. You put him in He has one film left on his contract. His agent is an executive producer for Shazam. She's going to push for the final appearance to be a cameo so then he can rewrite a brand new contract for Superman 2 for Men of Steel 2 because if he can have a brand new contract then he can negotiate for more money so if you're looking at who's actually involved in this process I think it only makes sense that his final appearance would be for a cameo that would be a small part which also greatly affects Billy's perspective which also is why the costume looks the way it does I think Mm -hmm. that it all ties in together it makes sense also when it comes down to it fans love seeing other characters in films people pop for cameos and a cameo isn't a crossover right you're not having but him on TV. But it does acknowledge TV, the world, him, though. It does it acknowledge does. The, the same world, and 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 it makes fans beg for more continuity and more crossover. Mm-hmm. Like that's what which what makes people crazy. Sometimes what, what what ticks me off a little bit is sometimes when like a film is not good, but it's all about like the little Easter egg and the little hint to keep you going to like those little teasers, like like Darth Maul popping up in the end of like a mediocre Star Wars film, and like just to get you excited. And it's like, but it's out of nowhere. Is it, is it really earned? You know what I mean? I, I understand to have not a purely fan service cameo, but if it's one like in Shazam that it completely frames Billy's narrative of what superheroes are supposed to be, which it can, it certainly idolizes. can. If you read the comics, yes. like I mean, he is a superhero fan. It would right. make sense for there to be a cameo even if it's just superman on tv yeah even if it's not even a direct thing even if it's some sort of i i honestly think that that's going to be what it is i i agree listen i i still think that's going to happen and i i i want it to happen Me i want to see more cavill as superman i think there's never been a guy more perfectly cast as far as just from the physicality but i'm just saying like how does that jive with this report i guess you could say obviously we're not going to see Batman and Aquaman. That's not surprising anybody. We're probably not going to see any other heroes in Wonder Woman, as far as that goes. Um, I don't think Justice League Two is happening anytime soon. And in fact, there'll never be a Justice League Two. It'll be maybe be another Justice League somewhere down yeah. the line. Yeah. Well, the the tweet says the future is standalone with very few crossovers, probably for the best. I trust Jenkins, Juan, Reeves, and Sandberg to deliver their own great standalone superhero films. Then someday down the road, they'll cross over again, and this time they'll make it work. Hashtag DCEU. So I got, Daniel, I got you know. news. I think, I think that that's a better idea because how many franchise crossovers can the public handle? Everybody that's trying to start these shared universes has failed except Marvel. And there are people that are already like, all right, now Marvel's going to a conclusion. I don't know that people want to jump in to another like connected universe. Sure. I just don't know that the public 
is is going to have the tolerance for it. So it's a. I think it's a much better strategy. Of course, it does because trying to have all of these crossovers for DC right now because they haven't had the time that Marvel has had is I think over expediting. And, and I think that we, it, we saw Warner Brothers try to rush things, and you it know, doesn't work. No, I think one film at a time. Let people enjoy it, and people love these characters. That's so right. I think give the fans what they want. Very exciting. Well, speaking of giving fans what they want, this is a story that's was very interesting. It continues to float around, and then it was quickly debunked, but we want to talk about it anyway. There was a rumor that came out uh, this past week that Zack Snyder was in the lab working on his own cut of Justice League without Warner Brothers, all right? So Revenge of the Fans editor-in-chief Marco Francisco uh, Robles uh, shared that he's doing this, and he, he didn't really say where the information came from, but to me, it didn't make sense to begin with. Zack Snyder can't release his own version of Justice League without the approval of Warner Brothers. And you mentioned he's still doing business with him. Yeah, I mean, he's still an executive producer on Wonder Woman, on on definitely Suicide Squad too. Like anything already in his deal, he's not excised for, with. Uh, can anybody uh, anybody in the chat role uh, is the Fountainhead movie? Do we know if that's a Warner Brothers project or not? Is it? I thought that that was Paramount. Am I wrong? I don't know. I just tried to Google it. I couldn't find out. But his next project is Fountainhead. Um, and I, I was going to say, like, if it's Warner Brothers, clearly he's not working on anything behind their back. And, well, I, you know, he all the stuff that he releases on Vero, I'm sure, like, if Warner Brothers wasn't cool with it, he wouldn't be able to do it. You're probably right. Yeah. Well, Jay um, Oliva, too, the storyboard artist. So now debunk it for us. Yeah, <laughs> flat out came out and was like, look, guys, no. His quote was, it's clickbait. Anyone who says they have a, quote, reliable source usually have it wrong. Whenever I cite my source, it's pretty much from the person I'm talking about, whether it's Zach, Jeff Johns, Patty Jenkins, Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. Taika, uh, Kevin Feige. It's all firsthand. And mm-hmm. so he says, other than incomplete VFX and yeah. uh, some reshoots for hookups, everything was shot at everything that was shot was storyboarded. Zach isn't the kind of director who creates a film in the edit bay. It's all planned out meticulously from the beginning to end. We, we know yeah. that. That's how Man of Steel and BVS was done. So, yeah. so Jay Oliva, who has directed many animated films for DC uh, up to last year's Suicide Squad film, I don't know. He doesn't have any upcoming projects. With Warner Brothers near that I can tell, I think that's why he's been a little outspoken. I have a feeling he may have severed ties with Warner Brothers, severed ties. But he also works as a storyboard artist Mm -hmm. uh, on a lot of big films, including Thor Ragnarok. Um, So what he has said is that the cut exists... But the effects aren't there, and Zach isn't trying to piece something together like the Donner he cut of Superman. He didn't necessarily say that it exists. He just didn't say that it doesn't exist. Well, he <laughs> did say it exists. There was another tweet where he was like, it exists. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. There was another Oliva tweet from last week where someone was like, I don't think it exists. And Oliva said, it exists. He Deal has, with But it. I think that's what he was saying, is that there was like a storyboard. There was an overarc, but it wasn't cut There's a together. cut. No, there was a cut of the film. The cut was shown. That's what he said. What he's saying that he's not doing is Zach working on a new version of the yeah. film. The film was done. It was shown to people. It, it was hated by Warner Brothers. That's why they went in the other direction, fired Zach, brought in Joss, you know, brought in Jeff, did all those things to do. No, I, I'm positive. Oliva has said the cut exists, but not in a, in a state that they would release it. You know oh, what of I mean? Right. Like, right. It's, it's animatics. Yeah. And, you know, a lot, of fans, uh, a lot of fans in chat were saying, you know, if they get a chance, why wouldn't they release it? It will make money. 
you have a very fair point, but at the same time, it's like, it, don't you think it's a little bit of overkill? Wait, why for an do you think it will make money when the movie yeah, itself didn't, didn't make, make money? money? And why would you be like, look, this is what we hated. Here it is, undone, not finished. Unless it goes straight to DVD or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, for I it think... to make money, it would have to cost nothing to make. And even to edit together a new thing would still cost millions of dollars. 15 years from now, maybe, it'll be released. Yeah, but for another 15 or 20 minutes, you yeah, know. It, it's not. It's not gonna I just don't understand this clamoring for the Snyder Cut when, like, people crapped on BVS so much. That's the big thing. Is everyone's, you know, like, like, ripping Snyder to shreds, and now they're like, give us everything. We were loyal the whole time. And it's like, that's a no, very worked. It's a, it's a definition. Fandom is a very vocal minority. Mm-hmm. The loudest people, but also a small number. You know, and, and whether you like it or not, people's not showing up to Justice League wasn't a reflection of Justice League's quality as much as it was a reflection of Suicide Squads and BVSs. And inexplicably, Wonder Woman, which was so loved, people weren't even showing up for, for Gal. Yeah. So the brand is what's hurting. What do you mean? Not, oh, you mean for Justice League? Yeah, they weren't right. even yeah. showing up for Gal. They, Who was know, amazing in Justice yeah. League. Yeah, she was great. I loved her, her bank scene and, you know... Uh, but I, I just, you know, I, it, it's the brand that doesn't have the love. That's why, you know, the, the the other guys can put out something with characters that nobody's ever heard of. As long as they slap their logo on it, mm-hmm. it's going to do well. DC has a lot of healing to do in the next couple of years. And I think it's going to help. I think Aquaman and Shazam are going to do great things towards that, along with uh, Wonder Woman 84 is late next year. So we got three mm-hmm. films we should all be incredibly excited for in just over. We're now in July. In the next 16 months, we have three films to be very, very excited for. I'm excited. Um, I'm not going to be here, I think, the next two episodes, but I can't wait. You know, when I come back, it'll be right before Comic-Con. Yeah. And obviously, during Comic-Con, we're going to have so much to talk about and like afterwards, so things are going to get very exciting. Well, one thing we're going to talk about is Teen Titans go to the movies. So, obviously, people are starting to see some screeners, and there's some tweets that are going out so far. The feedback's been really good. We have one tweet saying, Teen Titans Go to the Movies is super fun. It's very kiddy, but it's funny. The superhero subversion is clever. The cameos rule, and it goes way further than expected. Another uh, comment is that it's, uh, it's, it's great. Not really a surprise. There's a protracted challengers of the unknown joke that had me rolling. <laughs> um, another one is a total blast. My favorite animated film of the year. Love the references and obscure superheroes to the 80s music. All right, hell yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. So yeah, so far, uh, great feedback, which is... Very exciting because, uh, you know, we saw Tara Strong tweet about it a few weeks ago. Like, hey, guys, uh, make sure you go see this movie because we want to do more. Oh, and I and I hope uh, I hope we get Tara in here one of these days yes. so we can help spread the word. Me too because she's going to be in Hawaii in Is August. She be? So I'm like, come Ooh. here first so then we can have my ties. Oh, so when does this movie come out? Oh, boy. Good question. Let's see here. Um... Uh, but it looks great. But, you know, these the animated films are always great. I love the inside jokes. I loved Lego Batman. Uh, this is going to be a, a very, very fun movie. And you know what? It, it's great. This is why I love having Movie Pass. Because this is a yes. film, as much as I love DC, I'm probably not going to see T-Titans go in the movies. But with Movie Pass, I'll probably go see yeah. it. Uh, July 27th. Okay, so coming up real soon. Three weeks. Post Comic-Con. Yes. Oh, so I, I bet oh, they're going to have screenings at yeah, Comic-Con. Yeah, at Comic-Con. 100%. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we posted a few weeks ago, uh, actor Louis Tan he Instagrammed a photo of him at the DC offices and kind of being very cryptic about things. Um, he has confirmed now that he's discussed the Nightwing movie with DC 
amongst other projects as well. But he's also currently in Deadpool, uh, Deadpool 2. Uh, but I believe yes. the story is he clarified this. Yes, he said that he was not meeting specifically about that character, just about DC projects in general. He wasn't specifically meeting about Nightwing. We're just kind of assuming right. that it's going to be Nightwing. He has said on Twitter, though, that he would be interested. Well, because he's Chris said, McKay has said that it's got to yeah. be a martial artist, and he's yeah. a martial artist. So, and yeah. so I feel like the way that he's structured his tweets makes it seem like he's kind of campaigning for it more so than being offered it right now. And it also, yeah, um, and initially it kind of made it seem like DC called him in to talk yeah. about Nightwing when it was probably more of a general. Yeah, just like a, hey, let's meet up. Like, you were, you were kind of a sleeper hit. Everybody really, really liked you in Deadpool 2, even though it was a small... So was role. that meeting after Deadpool 2? Yes. Okay, that's And cool. this is... He was in Vegas... And so I have to say, just on a personal note, he was so fun. One of our programmings that we did was we had kids playing Mario Kart okay. up on the hmm. big screen, and they would put on these glasses that mm -hmm. they would, whatever character they were, they would wear it. He saw it, and he said, this looks so much fun. He hopped on stage and competed with the kids, wore the glasses and everything, awesome. was like taking pictures with everybody. Good go, Lewis. So an incredibly hmm. sweet person, an incredibly kind person. I say... And man, is he in shape. I am Team Jesus. Tan. And also, he did yeah. say, um, he says, my father came to America because of Batman. His dad worked right. on Tim Burton's uh, Batman film. Do you know what capa yes. in what capacity? Uh, that he an I, actor or I behind the scenes? I think behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, but I, you know, I want to see it come full circle and give back. He said, I'm not going to trade in my Marvel roots because they started me, but DC <laughs> started my dad, so it'd be great to go over there and find the right thing. So, obviously, you add it all up, it, it does make sense. If yeah. he needs a martial artist... I mean, why wouldn't he fit for Nightwing? It's just, it was just Chris McKay has actually come out and said, "This is slow down, guys. This film is not happening anytime soon." So we don't sure. really yeah. know what the plans are to introduce Dick. How they're going to go? Is there going to be a Batverse? We're hearing they're not crossing over films. Then how does Nightwing exist? There's a lot of questions. Eon Double O One wants to know uh, about the Death of Superman movie, which comes out at the end of this month. Uh, and he, he said it's the only DC film he's excited for. Of course, we're getting that, I believe, the first week of August, the last week of July. That's going to be released digitally, part one, and then part two next year. I'm also very excited about that. A nice, proper retelling of the death of Superman with all the other characters, and then the four Superman, the reign of the Superman, all that stuff. That's going to be very cool. There you go. Uh, let's see a few more things here. Oh, uh... <laughs> Oh, Aquaman. Uh, the cast of Aquaman is going to be on the episode of Conan on July 22nd for the final Comic-Con episode. So, obviously, if you're a fan of Conan, you're going to see all of Aquaman uh, on that episode. Mission Impossible director says, stop blaming him for Cavill's weird <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Who wants to take this one? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'm of the opinion that this did kind of ruin the movie for me. It certainly ruined coming back so, to the movie I didn't even notice it. That's the funny I thing. I did. Uh, like, I'm that's the only why person. I even wrote it that way was that Listen, yeah. I'll just say this Johnny weird. I'm very much on the scale the Kinsey scale whatever it's called the scale of sexuality I think I'm very in the straights you know cisgendered male this is one of the most beautiful men that has ever happened okay when, when you mess with his upper lip and he just looks weird you notice and Superman was my favorite thing about the film because I love Superman and a lot of those scenes were ruined because of that effect yeah but you're an idiot. If you're blaming the director of Cavill's next movie, you should be happy that the guy is working more than Christopher Reeve was able to work. You know, like... That I didn't guy think got... it was that bad. Cavill, keep a stiff upper lip. Oh, God, he sure did. He had hey no now. problem keeping his <laughs> stick. 
stiff. It was very stiff. Indeed. I have to rewatch it. But, and but, so, so now I, I think it what was that happened, tiny and weird. That was the thing. It was it in was a lot of scenes too. It was all over the place. Um, but now I think because fandom is so toxic, not our fans who are awesome, by the way. Um, but you know the Star Wars fans and the hater fans, and I think now Macquarie's like. I, I just read, like, not interested in superhero films or Star Wars or anything. Like, nobody wants to, like, go near that water of sniping sharks, you know? Like, where it's, like, so much judgment before you've even started making a film. If you're a Macquarie, like, what is enticing to you about that? Like, it's it's like, the fandom has created this 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 place where we're in right now where these films make billions of dollars. And now the f- fandom is a collective asshole. You know, like, they're just like, individually, I'm sure everybody's really sweet and would not be weird. But, like, collectively, these fans are a jerk. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also people, like, hiding behind the screen and the keyboard. And then there's other currencies. People forget that there's other currencies than just money. You also have the sense of accomplishment, the sense of pride, the sense of people liking what you're doing. And when the only kind of voice you're hearing is this backlash and you're not hearing all of the positivity then yeah it kind of it wears at you yeah I mean they're chasing freaking Rosalie off of Instagram because they didn't like her in Star Wars and she was brilliant by the way I mean it's it's ridiculous how intense people are getting over things that we're supposed to be celebrating our love for uh, yeah, people just need to know how to engage in discourse. You know, it's right. what it is. It's just a lack of civility. Like you can you can be mad at something, you can hate something, you can disagree. But like, it's so funny that like a lot of the fandom I I think are like uh, of us. We're like geeks and nerds, and like now that we're empowered, it's true. It's like you're becoming the bullies now. It's like oh yeah, it's totally like flipping around. Like you're becoming <laughs> the bully that you you know. It's, it's just, absolutely it's true. Ridiculous. I mean, people need to just chill out a little bit. Uh, last thing, as far as movie news go, a really cool article by Kaylee Donaldson of Screen Rant, just giving her opinion piece on you know how Matt Reeves, the Batman, should introduce uh, the DCEU's Robin. And I think we all would agree, if we're going to have a younger Batman, uh, I think this would make sense. I would love to see a story of introducing Robin. That's a story we've never seen uh, before. Uh, Jack Dennis says, seriously, Adam, it wasn't that bad. You don't have to be either fed up or in love with something all the time? You mean specifically me? That I'm either fed up or in love with something all the time? Maybe. But um, it is that bad. Uh, uh, yeah, we haven't seen that before. Yeah. I think that would be cool to see a be... Robin. What was that done in the comics? Was that like year two or year three, I think, that they retell back in the day? They, yeah. And it would totally give us another reason to be excited for the film. Since, obviously, Affleck's not going to be involved. It, some fans might want to be re-excited to go see another Batman film. I think the introduction of Robin, oh my god, that's something that would... If you could, yeah, if you cool. could justify making a kid go out and fight with you, yeah, I don't know how you justify that. Yeah, you have to be able that. to pull it off. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I think that's it it's because it's difficult that people... That I think that's why it hasn't been done. To be because... honest, I, and, and, and Cheryl, do you think this is apocryphal to say? What do you think? I would like to see him be like more like 17, 18. More like... A Lewis Tan's age, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not a 14-year-old. I just yeah. think oh, that makes no sense. Yeah. For sure. But Well, especially but, with the push with Shazam, it's like, why would we have somebody who's only a couple years older than this child out fighting crime seriously? As a child, right. When we have Billy as this grandiose... Right. Yeah. I mean, it works in something like Kick-Ass, you know? Yeah. But, but like, I like, the, I like that a Batman film just by the nature of Batman, can be a little bit more grounded. Mm-hmm. So if you have, like, a normal kid who is, you know, a wonderful acrobat... See, yeah, I'm thinking, like, 17, 18. I'm also thinking, like, a Dylan O'Brien 
who I was thinking for Nightwing 2 type age, you know, somebody who can play like yeah. late teenager. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting though. I wonder, you know, we know that that sometimes DC uh, movies uh, prohibit the use of certain characters and we see Robin is about to be debuting big time in Titans. So I, 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 yeah. you might take that as a sign that they don't have any plans to do it anytime soon. Sure. Maybe. I, I, don't, I, don't yeah, I think you're right on that one. But either way, it'd be something that would be incredible uh, for the fans, and I think it does make sense. Zeno Aris telling me Lewis Tan is in his 30s. Yeah, so he just looks really young. More of a Nightwing. I get you. I, I get you. More of a Nightwing age. Aging well. With that said, it's time for... What is it? It's time for... It's... She's not here, but in her honor. Oh, my goodness. It's time for Roxy Strives TV time. All the girls think Johnny's fine. Adam's cooking so they fine. That's right. Gotta do Loretta just didn't think so. Well, that's her problem. Her problem. Whatever. My bruschetta. My bruschetta wasn't enough. All right, what are we starting with first, Elena? Is it going to be Preacher or is it going to be something else? Well, we actually had a, a, a character breakdown for Black Lightning, which is pretty cool. So right. we're going to know a little bit about what's going to happen in season two. If you guys don't want any sort of spoilery anything, a little bit of a spoiler alert warning right now. So the first character is just referred to as Perina. She's a therapist in her 40s or 50s with telepathic powers. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. her role in season two is going to largely involve, involve Jennifer Pierce. So she's going to be helping the young metahuman kind of understand her powers as Jennifer's getting her powers. She's going to kind of be her therapist, oh. her metahuman therapist, um, which is a pretty cool concept. I like that idea. Yeah. Did you see all of Black Lightning's first season? I'm still like two episodes yeah, from the finale. I stopped with you to finish. I just saw that it's on Netflix now, so yeah, I kind of so want to finish there. Yeah, I have to there. finish it. Yeah. They've, they have a lot of things on Netflix, too. If you're not caught up on, um, I just rewatched. Supergirl and The Flash, too. They they have all of last season on there. I forgot Flash is really good when it's all kind of binge-watched. Yeah, together. sure. It's like, I really, really like it. I, I, I like I, that format better. I kind of want it to move to Netflix because I like that better than no. waiting every week. Because there's some things that I forget. and I Anyway, unrelated. No, true, true. Um, but there's a few villains that could be coming, too. Okay. So we have Slovak is going to be a, ca- a Caucasian male in his 30s. I he's think if your partner. name is Slovak, it's, you're yeah. probably going to be a Caucasian male. Probably. Maybe an angry Russian. Um, he's going to be a partner to Tobias Whale. And then Dr. Jace, which may be a code name for Helga Race. I know. So, uh, which is... You know, the chemist in her 40s with a, quote, highly manipulative baddie who may or may not be a sociopath. Well, those are my favorite kinds. Yeah, that's the best. Um, Then there's also a character, Major Lowry, who's going to be replacing Jefferson as the principal of Garfield High. Not to be confused with Mike Lowry from Bad Boys. Why is Jefferson? Oh, is that like, that's kind of a spoiler probably for the end of the season. That's what, well, I'm assuming probably. Oops. Yeah. I will I'll choose to ignore that information. Um, and then uh, Anissa is actually going to be getting a new love or, uh, interest, too, in the form of Zoe B, a social media savvy young woman, quote, filled with confidence and edge. Well, okay, then. But we don't know what that means for Chantal, then. No. So it's like, okay, well, let's see. Let's see. This is That's who was kind of linked to Thunder in the first season. So mm-hmm. don't so, see what that means. Are you both... I am, fortunately, am two episodes behind on Preacher. I have not seen the new season. I know you're caught up. Adam, are you caught up? I just watched an episode this afternoon after oh. cleaning up from the party. Yeah. 
It might be my favorite show on right now. I love it. I do the after show too, so shameless plug. Watch the after show because it's And I mean of the shows that are airing like right now, I'm into like I'm liking succession. I like I'm dying up here. Um uh I'm liking Cloak and Daggers looking good. Um but Preacher, you know what I like? It's that show that is over before I want it to be over in the way that Game of Thrones sometimes Mm -hmm. is where I'm like, no, no more, trying to squeeze more of it out. It's too good. The big thing that everybody was saying season one was how slow paced it was, and Seth Rogen was doing all of these interviews saying we already know Yeah. Yeah, he's like, We already know that we're gonna have a certain number of seasons at least. So it's gonna be kind of a snowball effect where every season everything will move faster and faster and faster. And now the the take on the Angelville stuff is totally different than the comics. It, it's so different, and, and but I gotta it's say, so well done. What a risk and what a success! Because I gotta say, sometimes when something is is well translated, I'm less interested in it because I've already yeah, watched I already it know. before. I already know what's gonna happen. That happens with books all the time. With like the girl with the dragon tattoo series, like I read those books, which mm-hmm. is rare for me. And then I'm like, when the movies come out, it's like underwhelming. And then when the American version of the movie, like I've seen the story a million times already. That's why I was excited that this was on AMC because The Walking Dead has been so good about how when they were trying to stay really true to it and then they kind of diverge from it because they're saying, you know, the governor is a character that wouldn't be in the comics this long, but we're really fans like, so we're going to focus on that. They're kind of doing the same thing with Preacher where they're kind of taking more liberties and adapting it to screen so that you don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. And what I love about Preacher is, uh, you know, all over Los Angeles, they had movie posters up advertising the new season, basically telling you not to watch the show. <laughs> yeah, if you're, you're offended, offended easily, <laughs> if you're squeamish, if you're yeah. weirded out, they're like, look, you might not want to watch this. And I love when shows or movies are ballsy enough to be like, hey, this might not be your cup of tea, and we yeah. don't care. The guy that plays Star... I mean, so good hair star. Oh my god, he's incredible. He's everybody on that show. The grandma Betty, uh, what's Jody, her name? the big guy Jody. Jody is amazing too. Yeah, TC, even every everybody. This is what I love too. Do is like that drugs? TC and Jody were very uh, kind of two dimensional henchman characters in the comics. Yeah, they were. There are no two dimensional characters in the show. Everybody who is right. recurring is fleshed out and has backstory. You have emotional connection to all of these people. Even super Hitler, cool. Um, is, I can't wait to we catch t- up. Is, if there's nothing else to talk about, should we talk about Batman 50 at all? Have you read it? Um, incredible, and I'm going to go broke trying to make this wedding dress. I'm going what? to... What? Oh. Uh, Jonelle Jones designed Catwoman's wedding So spoilers wedding dress. if you haven't read Batman 50. Or, no, but wasn't there a big controversy like a New York Times writer spoiled the issue or something like that? Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't there know was about a whole that. thing about I it. I intentionally stay away from anything that says spoiler or anything just so that I'm not spoiled by headlines from it until after I've read it. So mm-hmm. I didn't even know about that. And I'm looking at pictures of the wedding. Oh, my God. Look Isn't at that. it gorgeous? Jesus. I'm not even kidding. I'm making the this wedding dress? dress. Yes, the with the lace. Yeah. So Jonah Jones is the artist who designed this. and Oh, God. She's coming to Hawaii, too, I believe. So. That'll be pretty cool. But yeah, I'm like, should I bring an entire wedding dress in my suitcase to Hawaii? Is it possible uh, to make a dress not. that looks that good? Cole and Mahew. Doubtful, it's gorgeous. Cole Mahew. Sorry, I don't know how to oh pronounce God, that gorgeous. name. Uh, apparently, Hawk and Dove won't have powers in Teen Titan show. Uh, I heard that Dove won't fly. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't hear that there won't be any powers. I just heard that it that Dove won't actually fly. But I don't know. Is it no it may, powers at all? It could be. I don't know. I haven't seen that article. Let, wow. let us know about that. But yeah, I saw. so I guess a lot of people didn't like the Batman 50. They said there was a, a the twist that they didn't like at the end or something like that. I thought it was 
I There's definitely it. a twist, and obviously yeah. we don't want to give it away because a lot of people haven't seen it or read yeah. it, I should say. But I, yeah, I got it on Comixology and checked it out. It was great. You have artists and writers from all different eras of Batman participating in it. It was definitely cool. That's amazing. Um, but uh, if, 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 if a little bit of a, a, a sad... Sad uh, conclusion. I mean, it's yeah. Batman. It's got I mean, you know. It's, nobody's happy. It's the same thing as like Game of Thrones. If there's a wedding invitation, you, you take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. You're not going to have a great time. Yeah. It's nope. not going to be fun times had by all. I mean, Everyone will look really pretty for a little bit. Right. This isn't Spider Man and MJ. This isn't. Yeah. It's uh, like take the wedding photos early Lois on. Things are going to go right. That's the arc of Batman. <laughs> it's his entire life. Even when things might be kind of cool, they're not well, going to be. And that's one of the reasons Johnny, we love the character. You didn't read the issue, but. You're pretty much right on what that is exactly the point, and I love it. That is exactly the point. What we love Batman. What is Batman without his pathos? Without his, you know, that's his sacrifice. He does Batman have to sacrifice his own happiness so to to be the beacon that he is? Probably, yeah. Gal is the Instagram. Superman is the Twitter. He is the MySpace. Wow. Oh wait, what is that? Like irrelevant? The my. I mean, of if if. A social media was to be a character. <laughs> Batman is MySpace. Wait, how is MySpace the, the smartest? It's of the, the sad. It's the emo. Oh, no, no. It's the I've got the side swoop hair. Oh, it's oh, the okay. Tom looking. So this back. isn't a comment on the success of MySpace, which no, is pretty much it's non-existent just the, right now. It's the the emo bang swoop. I was wondering where so you were going. So who is the Snapchat? You got to be sad. Snapchat would be Shazam? Teen Titans. Okay, oh, fair enough. Sh- Shazam could be Snapchat. <laughs> Actually, Who's yeah. The Vero? Ooh. The Vero. Oh, That'd be a character Zack that... Zack Snyder. Vero would have to be a character that no one really understands because I don't understand Vero. I signed up, I posted one thing, and I'm like, I don't know, I'm done. Like, Vero is Nightwing. What do you think, no. Jack Dennis says, if Affleck <laughs> wants to leave, I always thought Taylor Kitsch would be cool as Batman. Mm-hmm. Failed Gambit, couple years older. He's a good actor. Well, he has run the Gambit. Mm. Hey, now. Mm. Well, that's a good way to end the show. <laughs> We are at DC it's Movies like- SK on Twitter, Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. Don't forget, y'all, next Friday, July 13th, we begin uh, recording at our new time. It's going to be Fridays, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And so we're going to cut this video out and put it on social media so everyone knows because we want to pack this place. We want so many people watching live. Uh, that it's going to be just amazing, and that's what we want. So, Adam Gertler, put yourself here. Hey, everybody. Even though I will probably not be on it except in the recap of the last week's episode, please continue to watch Food Network Star. That's a show that's been very good to me uh, in my career. And uh, uh, I know I'm going to be recording some new episodes of FX Movie Download very soon. So uh, check that out. And uh, I will see you all in a couple of weeks. That's right. Elena Jordan. You guys can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. And I'll post links to all the places that you can buy tickets to any of the Comic Cons that I'll be at because there's a bunch. So, so exciting. I hope to be on. down there in a couple of weeks with you in San Diego. Yes. Um, SDCC. It's going to be a lot of fun. So Factory Entertainment, <laughs> we just want to give an early shout out to them. They were nice enough to send us really cool stuff last year before Comic-Con. They reached out again today and said, guess what? We're sending you some more stuff to show um, on next week's episode prior to Comic-Con. So for now, follow them on Twitter at Factory ENT, and you can see all the amazing uh, artwork that they do, and it's very DC-inspired, and you're going to absolutely love it. And whatever we get this stuff in the mail, we're going to put it on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, once again, follow Roxy Stryer at Roxy Stryer. I think she's back east, pretty sure. Uh, follow Mike Kalinowski at Mike Kalinowski. He's out fighting crime and uh, and also just being a heel somewhere, I would imagine. Uh, I'm at Jay Quasto. Let's see. Next weekend, I'm at the Brea Improv. 
And I don't really remember anything else besides that. Oh, if you're in Arizona, Championship Wrestling from Arizona, we have a big television taping this Sunday at the Nile Theater in Mesa. So if you're in Phoenix or anywhere in that area, hit me up. I'd be happy to tell you how to get tickets. And uh, other than that, jlocomedy.com, quastoalbum.com. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for watching. We love you. See you next week. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.